This is Behind the Smoke TV, and we're back. Uh -oh. This guy here needs no introduction. Mr. Please Please himself, <laughs> my man Mayor. What's good, bro? The actual Mayor. Sometimes. I, you know what? I don't think that anyone has ever had a problem calling you Mayor. And there are two types of people, right? They're the people that know you, mm -hmm. right? And, and they know why it's kind of self-explanatory, right? Mayor, right? Cool. Mm -hmm. And then the people that know of you that don't really know you personally, and they hear your name is Mayor, but this is only after they know about all that your life entails. Yeah. Right? What they think it entails. Right, what they think it entails, yeah. right? What they think it entails. And then they say, Mayor. But it just rolls off, like, like fuck it, I'm cool. I, I don't mind calling the Mayor. It makes sense. See, my mother called me mayor. See? My grandmother, God rest her soul, used to call me alcalde, which is mayor in Spanish. Alcalde? Yeah, that's, that's what they say That's some funny Spanish. shit. Right, alcalde. So, yeah, so, you know, it was a running joke after, you know, she, my nickname was mayor and everything, and she started, alcalde, ven aquí, like, call it in Spanish. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, they calling me that. I mean, that's, I, I really don't respond to anything else. There's not too many people that call me Mark, which is my government. You know, and, 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 and I, uh, it's hard to do research, right? To just now, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I had, to, I had to. my man. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. See, it's Research. like this it, is, it was he's, strange. He's, he's working now. No, yeah, because the thing he's is, working. for me, and, and just for the record, I'm notorious for turning this around and interviewing the person. Ah, uh, you see what I said? Ask Nori. Shout out to my man Nori. <laughs> Ask Nori. Me and Clark did his podcast, and he was like, "Yo, what are you? What are you? Uh, what are you interviewing for a podcast?" That's because I turned it around. Right? I turned it around to an interview. But go ahead, I'm gonna let you rock for now. So, so. You know, it's not about me, it's about them, right? So I'm like, okay, damn. I know what I wanna know, right? But we're friends. But then the people that don't know you, that follow you on the gram, that only know you from there, which is what you put out, right? What you give them. Hold on a second. We're, <laughs> we're brothers, we're not friends. You know what? I and I you know, I love to stand corrected. Yeah. Because I don't like I don't think I like ten people in the whole world. It's two more than I like. See, right? I, I, I just tried to That's use a, a good number. Like. But when it comes to this guy, it was so organic. It's like we belonged on a shelf at Whole Foods. Shelf. Somebody, a mutual friend of ours, and I'm still gonna say that. And, and we're gonna keep it that right, way. I'm, I the, have story, to. the story was crazy. That yeah. Um, I pop up at this guy's house, impromptu. Whenever I feel like it, and that's an open invitation, and that's when you're really close with somebody, right? But you're there, right? I don't know your vehicle, but I know the vehicle's on this block, and this car stuck out, and then dude got out the car, because I called him, and I was expecting him to come out the house, and then he comes back to my car, and he said, yo, it's funny, you're perfect timing. I'm like, why you say that? He said, yo, I'm here with my man, Mayor. You gotta meet him. He would never introduce me to anybody. Like, that's my rule. I gotta screen who it is. We've been doing that so long, right? Mm -hmm. He learned how to screen for me. Like, I trust him to do that. That's love. So 15 years ago, we'll go places and I'll go, dude, don't introduce me to nobody. Now, he steps in a place, everybody's talking to him, right? So he's like, well, what do I do? If someone walks, I said, I'm gonna make it easy on you. I'm gonna turn my back. <laughs> yo, and we used to do this shit. So after 15 years, he brings me to your car and he goes, yo, Sean, this is my man, Mayor. 
y'all gotta talk. And he walked away. He walked away. And I said, where you from? Bronx. Your name? Okay. What area? Cool. How old are you? You know this one, that one, this one, yeah, that. And that's started, how the conversation went. started running them down. Right? You started telling me people you was, you know, we were running down. People you was up with, boom, 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 people I messed with. It's crazy because I was over there for a totally different. Our mutual friend had a problem. Mm -hmm. And I went, I was over there to go help him with his problem. Mm -hmm. And I'm over there locked and loaded. That's the reason he was in my car. Like, I'm ready to go take care of something. And, and I talk about it now because it was a very long time ago, y'all. It was a very long time ago. And, um, you know, ready to go handle what I had to go handle. And then I wound up talking to you. <clears throat> God worked in mysterious ways because I wound up rapping with you for so long. And then all three of us wound up rapping for a while that the problem that I was going to go take care for practically took care of itself. See? So this is why, you know, sometimes in life you got to let things happen. It has to take its course sometimes. And you trust the universe, right? Because people say that shit. Mm -hmm. But, you know... My ex-girls say that shit all the time. You see, when... When you are around, like I know what the air smells like and feels like when I get around an A-like. You know? Mm -hmm. I can see the look in the eye. You know. And then you know when you get around some suckers, right? So it's like when you're doing business, you're almost prepared to meet people that aren't like you, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's okay because you're working. It's work. But now in your leisure, you won't allow yourself to be around that, right? which is after work. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So, I got to know you personally before I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, it was none of this. It, right. I mean, and, it was there, but it was, we didn't, we Right. Spoke. Yeah, it was yeah, nothing that, It wasn't my thing. So, it wasn't our thing, right, upon meeting. Right. So, now the reverse is, this is what the majority of the industry knows you for first. Right. And they never get to know what I am. The real mayor who, you know, so on. Everybody knows me for sneakers. I didn't get the I had the name way before sneakers. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. I was a bit of a problem solver in the neighborhood. So if one dude had beef with another, one project had beef with another side, I always knew everybody on both sides. And I could either squash it or I could bring the two main heads, balls, and just be like, yo, y'all go. So how did, you know what I'm saying? How and, did, the, and the name just, it was like, I was going to say, that was my they question. Was, they was like, yo, you're like the mayor. You know everybody. Ah. And it's just stuff. So, um, for me, man, you know, you've always been a person that when you, when you speak, it's always something beneficial to the person you're speaking to. I appreciate that. You know, and when you don't speak, you don't really fuck with that person. And, and, and those are not wasted words, ever, you know. So, you're looking at the melee, right? Like this guy is so over the top with the fly shit. So it's not. See, a lot of people have sneakers and <laughs> and they they trade and resell and all kind of stupid yeah. shit. You've paid for a lot of the shit that you you use. If you like something, you oh, going yeah. to get it. One million percent. Oh. And you wear your sneakers. Oh, absolutely. I've had I've had situations where you know again I was fortunate enough to you know be blessed by brands you know coming up you know my man Clark Kent he introduced me to a few people at Nike. And everybody assumed that, excuse me, I was man clock. And they always, you know, always, you know, introduced me to a few people to Nike. And then everybody assumed that because I was Clark's man, that I was getting shoes. And that's like the furthest thing from the truth. Did he introduce me to a couple of people? Yeah. But just like if you're in an NFL game and 
you run the five yard line and the quarterback hand you the ball, you still gotta run that bitch into the end zone. That's right. And I made a lot of relationships with Nike way before social media. You know, when I had club SOs, you know, we gonna dip into all that. I've always knew people when I had the car stereo shop, I met some few dudes at Nike. I used to take care of some cars for them. They used to take care of me with footwear. Um, so I've been seated by Nike way before social media. I maintained a great relationship over the years. Um, was fortunate enough to get some, you know, nice packages coming to the house every now and then. But for the most part, you know, I paid I paid for eighty percent of my collection. That's crazy. Which is eighty percent of your collection is like a whole lot. I have like thirty six hundred pairs of sneakers that I have now. So imagine what I've gone through over the years. Um, so it's thirty six hundred pair. I probably paid, like I said, I paid for eighty percent of that. And I've been I've been fortunate and blessed to get a lot of shoes, man, like in the mail and stuff and with brands like I said, and it's it's great. I'm getting older now. And um, you know, these scenarios they don't come like they used to. So as you get older you know, you don't get seated by the brands no more because their demographic is the youth and all that. But I'm still, I'm, I'm like their OG, right? So like, like Big Daddy Kane is one of my favorite rappers, right? Like, and Hove is one of my favorite rappers. But my favorite album ever is The Greatest Adventures of Slick Rick. Oh. So that's my album. Like, that's my album. Like, I used to sing Teenage Love to my girl. I don't think yeah. you know more. So ma- imagine I don't think me, you know, imagine I- me singing Teenage Love to my girl. Listen, rapping Teenage Love to my girl. I don't think you know more of the lyrics to that album than I do. Well, we're gonna put that to the test. One I can day. sing it back. <laughs> we're gonna put that to the test one day, bro. So you, so with you, all that, man, listen, damn all that. <laughs> you, you, I am, I'm impressed because I had to, I had to come across you after meeting you, mm-hmm. and when I saw this shit, I'm like, damn, because for me, Clark was the person with the most sneakers I ever, yeah. right? And then when I saw. What you did, I'm like, Dad, the call clock, I'm like, Dad, I didn't know your man. He said, nah, yo, he's the truth. So I used to buy sneakers every day, right? Just as a hustler, that's running the, around. That's, that's that real question. Right, ex- ex- right. and I that's wear them once. Shit, button, down sweat, button down shirt, sweatpants, and white on white Air Force. Uh, a long time ago, <laughs> a long time ago. And I meanwhile, would, I do that now. See, and I would wear them once and put them down. Mm-hmm. I had done that so long. I went away in 98, I came back in 03, I had a bunch of brand new Jordans. Clark saw me in a pair, he was like, yo, what are you doing? And I was like, what, what do I do? He said, why do you have those on your feet? Do you know how much those are online? Remember, this is the first time I ever saw the internet Yeah. in 03. Yeah, that's so crazy. Because now putting timelines together, we both just came home when we met. I didn't even know you were gone because I was away. I had, right, crazy, crazy. We just came home, and mind you, I just came home and was ready to take care of that situation right when I came home. Crazy. See you, bro. No, no, and mind you, I was in the most embarrassing part of my life was going to jail at thirty years old. Like, let's not get this confused. I don't hide nothing. I'm forty six. I'll be forty six years old next week. I was twenty eight, yeah. and I'll be forty nine a couple yeah. months. It's the most embarrassing thing ever. It's disgusting. Now I beat the streets my whole life. Yeah, yeah. You went late. I went to jail at 30. And you were successful? For weapons possession. It was most embarrassing. Lying to my daughter, telling her I had to go to Virginia to go to work or whatever I told my It was the most embarrassing right. thing, man. Going to kiss my moms on the chin. My moms couldn't come to the courthouse. Going to the project, not to the projects, going to like where my moms lives at now, which is close to the projects, to go see her and kiss on her cheek before I go turn myself in at 30? Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> it's disgusting. And this is, what I, this is what I tell it's disgusting. Uh, yeah. No, it's disgusting. I, What's more embarrassing is that I can't. Right when I came home, I was about to take care of something for my brother. 
You know what I'm saying? And, you know, for my man, and 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 it, I had to shake. It's funny because I swear we met B and we spoke that day and we rapped and that situation took care of itself. And I had to train myself from that day on. Cause I came home and I thought I had it all figured out. And, mm. then, and, then, and then my man had a problem. And Yo, you you know you you said something <clears throat> key just now. You had to figure it out. And it's the hardest thing in the world for a man to do. I'm just figuring it out. No, it's the hardest thing in the world for a man to do. Bro, you're talking to me like you know me. Mm -hmm. And even before the camera started rolling, we're going to have a conversation. We're and, gonna... and an argument and a conversation and everything Well, you else. thought you were arguing. <laughs> see, see, you apologetically beat me up. Not knowing where my head is at right now, right? I'm, I, I'm cool. Right. So because so, you're so, right. This is what we say something, and 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 I know my brother, and, and and as intelligent as he is, and as humble as he is, he's hard headed. And it's a fact. He's hard headed. I don't think I am anymore. All right. What you, tell, I, that, tell that to them. He's but I'm just saying. Don't you think? So I'm giving you advice, and I'm like, yo, I, I know you don't take advice from people. You only take advice from us. Meaning, I'm only gonna listen to somebody. Of my caliber or better. Right. And that's what we are, because you're definitely of my caliber and mm. better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yes, you are. Mm. Yes, you are. Right? So when I'm giving you the advice, I'm like, I already know you don't like advice. Because we've had a conversation on the phone where you'd be like, yo, all these nothing niggas is telling me something I don't need to hear. They ain't never been there yet. So I I can have the conversation because yeah, I'm, I'm the one nigga that been there. Yeah. I've been there. There you go. So you know what I'm saying? So but again, I know you. So that's why the conversation had to lead into I know you don't want to hear this shit, but And that's yeah. how I go. And that conversation is gonna stay private because Well, you know, you, well, I I'll tell you this, what I will share with them, you know, you know, uh you know me so well in a short period of time mm -hmm. right so you know what I need to hear why because there was a time in your life where you needed to hear that too Absolutely. and you figured it out I'm behind you figuring it out and some things have happened right yes some things as of lately and I'm appreciative Right. This is the part where I turn the interview around. Just so. Yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative. <laughs> and the things that I used to talk about that, that I used to love, man, like the bullshit, right? Oh, I used to live for it. That's the I don't want to hear that the, shit no the more. Greatest thing ever. Yeah, you can't come around me with that. I don't want to hear that shit. Mm -hmm. It's a broke conversation. It feels bad. You, you know what I'm saying? When, 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 when we can have conflict, when we can have what turns out to be an empty conversation on shit that we used to enjoy. No, no, mouth salivating, fingers ready to go, Birdman hand clap, Birdman hand rub. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we's ready to go, like, that shit is, you only want to hear it no more. You can't agree. And it's funny because people that knew my history or think of the caliber individual that I am, and by the way, I really am that caliber individual, um, they think that I want to hear the bullshit. And I'm so far removed from It happens from to the, me. Yo, listen, I'm so far I have to, from the bullshit. I had to retrain a few people that I really like, and then I had to cut off a few people that I really liked with a D, right? Because if I fuck with you like that, and I don't mind hearing from you, I gotta teach you how to talk to me right now because my mind is on something else, mm -hmm. and I would like you to be there too. And if you can't, that's okay. I'm not mad. 
I just got to separate myself because I'm not doing that. Right. You see, so this is the first time I've been in but, your crib. My right? question to you is, wait, can you separate without cutting off? Absolutely. Because I've, I've learned. I'm pretty good at that. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I've learned it, and I'm going to explain uh, it to you. I'm pretty good at that. I learned how to be cordial. No, you did. I did. I swear. Ask him. Listen, I speak to everybody. People come up to me, yo, Sean, what's up? I swear to God, it's for you laughing. <laughs> you never see me do it, right? And they'll go. I'll pay to see this. Shit. Yo, I'm telling you, it's the best. Because I do it every day. Because I got people walk yeah. up to me because of ah, the shows. And see, you have. I've never had to. Yeah. I made myself do it, right? In preparation for something successful, right? And they'll go, yo, Sean, what's up? I'm like, yo, what's good? All right, cool. I, they'll walk away, and I go, yo, I don't know who that was, but it's okay because I'm cordial. Here come the funny shit though. Uh. Wait till you let yourself. I let, again, I have to talk to people about shoes. Wait till you walk up the person that starts with the conversation with shoes, or starts the conversation about your blog or your, I mean, your podcast or your IG page or something, and then they say something stupid and you still gotta slap the shit out of them. Uh. But after you slap the shit out of them, you talk to them. You know, that happened, but I didn't, and I'm gonna tell you, see, he knows me, right? But this is the new me. I'm telling you. I remember one time I headbutted a guy, and then I had to talk to him. After that. No, no, I sat. But no, I made it. I made it my business to talk to him after that, and we still stay in touch to this day. That's crazy. You can't headbutt me and do that, man. Like I gotta pull out my bandmates and hit you in the eyes. He had he had two choices. I mean, he could have he could have continued to keep getting headbutted, or he could have. Real understood. He actually. Yo, you're like a notorious headbutter. What is that? <laughs> yo, I, nah, I punch people in the elbows and not headbutt. Oh, you're an old oh, Jack Dempsey yo, boxer. Yo, my man, if we fighting and you any, if you two inches taller than me, I'm breaking your elbows. Right in your elbows. Crack them. Nah, you, like you're funny. Nah, you're done. Dead in your elbows so hard. Please don't hit me in my elbows, man. You didn't have a drink in your hand. I'll hit you in your elbows. I'm coming right now just to show you, man. You know, I, um. I, uh. I walk in. And I'm looking for things that I've seen on the internet. And it feels like I've been here before. Because I went digging. Yeah. I'm going, what is it that other people know that I don't? Right? Like, what, what's the importance about you to these other people? And the first thing, I'm going to tell you, the first thing that for me, right? Everybody's going to pull something. This Christian, do you a bike? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. You know, back in the days, you'd be like, yeah, let me get a ride and never come back. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not coming back. Yeah, this is your bike. It's, it's and it'll never be, it'll never be road. Like, nobody's going to ride that bike, man. The Dior bike is cool. It's one of 70. I was in Dubai. And, um. I saw that you were yeah, in, Dubai. I was in Dubai. Last year? Yeah, I was in Dubai for DXB. Um, it's like a. Didn't you have a lion on your back in one pose or something? Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a, uh. I had a monkey on my shoulders. I was I, I fed a liger, which is like a six hundred pound lion at a time. I saw that. Yeah, I was feeding giraffes, and I got the funniest footage of Pusha T shitting in his pants when, <laughs> when the giraffes came at him. Yo, my man! The, I tell him all the time. I want to be mentioned in a rhyme, or I want to dame dash a, 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 a intro and talk shit on the intro. And if he don't let me do that, I'm gonna let this footage out. <laughs> yeah, it's the funniest shit in the world. What do you think about? Uh, what do you think about Drake pulling Meek out? That was legend. yesterday. That was legend. Wasn't I it? Was so happy. Wasn't it? It's funny because my man Luke got shout to Luca Brazzi. He came to visit me yesterday because I had some, I had some Yeezys for him. 
that I had for like four months. He hit me. He was like, I need, I need some. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want. He was like, OJ, you got them shoes? I said, yeah, I got them. Come get them from the building. So he came to get them from the building. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to see Drake. And I, I think Drake is dope. I'm just not Drake is not no, one he of the is. guys. Absolutely. I, I just, Drake is just not one of the guys that I'm going to see in concert. Right. I'm going to go see Push all the time. I'm going to go see Hove. I'm going to see Meek. I'm going to go see Mary. Then you're going to. I'm gonna see Jill Scott. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? See, but I'm gonna go see Jill Scott. Right. So you're not going to see Jill Scott with me, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm so. definitely not going to see Jill Scott with you. Because I'm gonna sit. Right. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, you're not. I so, know I am. Right. So. So I bring him the shoes and I'm like, you're going to see Drake. I'm making fun of him. I still ain't call him. I got to call him and be like, yo, you just saw some legendary shit. Yeah. That shit was dope. I, I saw that. I want to know who won the ping pong game. They played the ping pong game for like 20 bands. I want to know who won. Uh, <laughs> I thought it looked like Meek won. Because I saw a couple clips. I got to right? make a phone call and find out who won. You know, my thing my, my thing is this. And I, I was doing a story yesterday on um, Naomi Osaka, the new uh, Grand Slam champion. I'm so mad at myself. I had you had tickets. I had tickets. Yes, of course he had tickets. Like, I had tickets for seven court. Listen, Grandstand. listen. Like, if Trump was playing <laughs> Richard Nixon, he would have tickets. <laughs> and I was so mad because I did one of my people's. I, 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 one of my one of my partners in, 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 in one of my businesses. I've been I've been doing so much for him lately. He was like, "Yo, I got something for you. I got these tickets for you to go to the thing." And I'm like, yo, I'm only gonna go if you go. He was like, nah, I take a young lady. I'm like, yo, to be honest with you, <laughs> it's not a young lady in my life right now worthy enough for me to take. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take no regular, you know right. what I'm saying? So I was just like, you know, I'm not gonna do it. And then I just didn't go. And then I'm watching it. I'm sitting right here on the sofa watching it. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yo, dude, I but I, but I might have threw something at that up. Oh, now see, let me get to that. Yeah. I was doing a, I'd done a story well, last night. I might have threw something on that. I might have threw something, because that was crazy. Man. Yeah. That was, that was whack. I did a story. We're not, not going to take nothing away from the young ladies when At all. She, she deserved a, it. She you, played her ass off. You she know, played her, and I watched tennis. She played her ass off to get to the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, you know, she's, she's nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what Curtin said? <clears throat> you know what? I'm not to my brother Curtin. I don't even want, absolutely. I don't even want to misquote him. I got, but a, fun, I got a funny Curtin story. He's always, I'm going to need that. He's always profound. So I sent him the story. I never posted the story. If you sent me a story that long. No, no, he always proofreads my stuff, right? This is my, he's my Andy LeBeau, right? Just for the record, if anybody sends me a text message more than five lines, I'm not reading it. Just understand, I'm telling you now. That's how short my attention span is. This shit right here is 36 paragraphs. Well, it's my Instagram <laughs> post, right? So he said, and I sent him a video of John McEnroe going crazy on oh, the Oh, that's court. the so I've been watching tennis. Right. Long. So, that's the norm. And I was comparing it to what Serena was saying. Like, she was, she made it a female issue. I actually felt like it was a cultural issue, was right? It, yeah. Cool. And she said, um, I really don't want to go to cultural rap because it was just wrong. Yeah, but you have to because when no, you I see the video. Because of the, state, yeah, no. the state that we're in now and everything that's going on, we absolutely have to. But that man was just wrong. In general, she said, Curtin said that, um, <clears throat> he said, I'm not mad that the girl who won was black. He said she looked hurt. He said she ain't want to win her first joint like that. Mm -hmm. That was deep. It was deep. You know, and yeah, you want to win. And shout to Serena for, 
Come on, no, man. No, even when, when she spoke to the crowd, the way she spoke and making sure that they give it Absolutely. up to the young lady, that was so classy. Like, you can't... Did you see how they tried to overlook her Haitian heritage? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And by, by referring to her as a Japanese? It's Japanese. And she made a man feel retarded. I live in Florida now, by the way, she said. And, you know, and my other half Haitian. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she, she very tastefully done. Mm. The whole thing can be looked at in a positive manner because of the way Serena spun it. And cool, not even spun, it's the way she felt. Spun is the wrong word, and I apologize for it right now. Her professionalism took over the way it should, and that's yes. what she did, and that's why she's one of the. That's why she's the greatest female. Yeah, that makes ever. you. A, that makes you a champion. <clears throat> right? It's not just winning. Exactly. It's how you carry yourself in the win. Like if you remember when Magic was playing, Magic was in the league. Yo, he was always smiling and always charismatic all the time, and then you hear other people. Like, uh, you know, other players and athletes and stuff like that, they aren't as nice or as charismatic as... And that separates... That shortens their endorsement deals, all the other stuff outside of basketball or whatever sport they're playing mm -hmm. happening for them, right? It, 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 you know, so with you, like, all of these... Like, you just can't wake up. I don't... Bruh. <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you do this? Whatever's on the floor, Sean. I swear to God, I don't go looking. Whatever's on the floor is what I wear. I cleaned up for you. I cleaned up the whole house, by the way. I thought we were going to film in the living room. But it's okay. You got me stuck in this little sneaker room that I, my office, which I uh, I spent most of my days in here. It would have been nice to sit on the sofa, you know. I set it up, cleaned it up nice. Hilarious. <laughs> we, we might have to do part two. I said, now you have me feeling bad, right? And I don't like... I, I, I make you feel bad. So let me tell y'all something oh my before God. I turn Here this interview around. Here we go. So this man calls me the other day. And it's his fault. that He, he apologized to y'all. And, you know, you had a death in the family. And, and my condolences to you and the family. Always. We've had a private conversation about that. Man tells me he's coming to see me the other day. I have a plane ticket. JetBlue Mint. You know what JetBlue Mint is. You get to sleep on a plane. I got it. And everybody know me. You know I love to play blackjack. On my way to, on my way to meet my brother Fat Joe. In Vegas. I didn't know. He didn't tell me. I, I didn't have to tell you. Going to Vegas. He's going to rock Andreas. We're going to go hang out. Go see J-Lo. We're going to do all that. I think Lauren Hill had a show the day before. Oh, man. Yeah, this guy's oh, really... Yeah, he's pouring out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. So, Ooh. he goes, yo, I need you. Okay. When? Tonight. Okay. Cancel my flight. Don't go to Vegas. I didn't know all Don't that. play blackjack. Don't win no money. I didn't don't know go see Lauryn Hill. Don't get to tell J-Lo I love her. None of this stuff. Don't see? get to do none of this. See? Don't get to see my man rock out Andreas. See? This is not right. And now we're here. And I'm, <laughs> this is a setup. Ah, this so, is here, boy. So, so this is what he did to me. But with that said, I canceled for my brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. As, as And you know what? And I'll tell you this, right? So... Before we started filming, you could apologize, you know. Oh, oh, come on, come on, come on. You're right, bro. <laughs> I, 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 man. So, uh, we were talking prior to filming because some things had happened to me that were uh, great and tragic at the same time, right? Uh, <clears throat> He's not gonna let me interview him, y'all. 
He's gonna do it himself. Go ahead. I I, I received <laughs> a phone call. <laughs> like, <laughs> I received a phone call from someone that I used to be super super tight with, and we've been estranged for 22 years. And let me ask you, Sean, who would that somebody be? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't make any sense. And time just never stops. And 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 for all of this time. <clears throat> to get away from someone and it, it's it's so weird man it, it, I feel bad like I feel I really feel bad I don't feel bad I feel bad so Jay calls Jay who come on so <laughs> this guy man so you mean Sean Corey Carter early okay. <laughs> and <clears throat> Jay calls hey well yeah you know 22 years ago, well, you know, yeah, so I don't answer block numbers. It's just not my, and I don't know why I, I answered. And Big homie, it's going to be 2019, man. <laughs> don't call for block numbers no more. Nobody answers block numbers. Yo, unless, they, unless they know what you call them. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was crazy. And, you know, we kicked it and laughed. And what made you answer the phone? I don't know. Man, I'm in interview mode now. What really made you answer? Because I know you. You're me, me, I'm you. Okay. What made oh, you okay. answer that phone? Okay, okay. Uh, you, know, you had no awareness he was going to call you? Nothing? No. My sister had been uh, declining, you know, in health, right? Fast. So it was day-to-day thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, my man was calling from the feds. And I really wasn't in the space to talk. And uh, a couple days had passed. I'm on the phone with my brother. And uh, the block number came. And I was like, let me answer Scooter now that I'm in a space to talk. You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, I answered, I didn't hear anything. Usually it's a voice activated recording. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hung up, called back, and I hear no recording, but I hear, you know, dot, dot, dot. I'm like, yo, who is this? And it was, dude. But I knew, you know, what was going on, you know, with the family. So to hear him after all these years, man, you know, and so wait, wait, what did he say? He was like, yo, what up? No, me. Like, I, I guess that was him the first time. He yeah. said something to the effect of, when someone greets you with peace, you should return the greeting. And so I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? And uh, we just started laughing, man. You know, and it reminded me that coupled with what I was going through with my sister, mm -hmm just woke me up, man. It just, like, checked me, you know, because neither one of us had to be alive. Mm -hmm. And uh, to get that call, you know, and for us to, for the conversation to feel like it picked up where it left off State Street, it was, it felt good, which is why I related to that a little bit to that Meek Drake thing yesterday. Yeah. I, I I wanted to see that. That was amazing. Yeah. Like it felt good to see that. I just went through that, but we weren't beefing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so much time went by, and uh, 
the following Friday, I was at the hospital Thursday night, went to the airport Friday morning, got to the ticket counter, got the text, she passed. So I had to take this flight, you know, to go meet home. It's crazy. So you know how you feel good and yeah, yeah, terrible yeah. at the same time? 1,000%. Like, whoa, man, it's like, it's yeah. a lot. You know, no, it's a it's a lot to him. It's, it's definitely a lot to him, and it's it's crazy. But the interviewer and the interviewee, ah, oh, this guy, got to spin back. So you jumped a little too much for me, and I'm sure you jumped too much for them. And I'm gonna tell you why I'm doing this mm. because I'm privy to a lot of information, and I consider myself right on the cusp of civilian and fake celebrity or fake knowing everybody. I hate the word like. So I'm right in the middle. So I wouldn't say fake. So right, it's, it's, it's the wrong word to use, but I put myself like right. I'm always like the people's champ. I'm right here. Gotcha. And and I'm on both sides. Right. So like like I want to know who made the phone call between Drake and Meek, who put it together. Right. You never get to hear all these stories because they get to the radio, they talk to the person, and it never really gets the way you wanted to get it. You don't never get the whole thing. Right. So how does the conference? And I don't want to know. Again, it's none of my business, and 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 we know big homie watches. You know what I'm saying? So we're not gonna. You know, we're not going to go there. But my whole thing is, so the conversation goes, does he invite you to the show? Does, I know you start laughing, you take off. Like, this is what, I know what people want to know this, and, 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 and forgive me for being an interviewer right now. No, no. But it's just no. one, and I want, and, and as, a, as a fan and a friend, I want to know. Dude is my favorite rapper. You, you know. So, I, you know, you want to know these things. You, you and, know. And, and, uh, and, and, and uh, the uh, last uh, time I seen Jay, like, in a talking conversation was Club Esso's 1996. Shit. And me bringing bottles of Cristal to the to the bar and you know them paying for it the afternoon before like it was one of the you know we'll touch on that story as well if we stay on the subject but I mean like like how did it go 22 years you know come to the show I haven't seen you meet the wife meet the kids like how does it go um honestly it really felt like it hadn't been that long you know and uh he's like yo man you never saw me in concert like I never saw you. It's crazy. Just I can't even repeat that, right? Not been a hundred whole concerts. Yeah, and it was uh, literally hundred. You know, he's like, "Yo, man, I invite you to the show, man. Come, you know, let's chop it up. Come early, you know." And uh, yeah, so it was it was weird because it didn't feel like like I had to think back how long it had been, and I couldn't believe it was two dimes. That's dope. You know, yeah. not cool. It's not cool. It's not dope cool, that you were man. Able, not cool. It's dope that it was able to feel. Do you know? Do you know? It's dope I used that to, it was not able to feel like it was too bad. Do you know? I used to tell. I used to tell him all the time. This is before he came out. I used to always say, "You're the best rapper nobody has heard of yet." Like that was my spiel. All every day, every day. We used to be in the house listening to the battle of the beats. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'd be like, "Win or lose, man. That ain't where you're supposed to be at anyway." Like. Fuck them, you know what I'm saying? And, and that whole crew has always had a always us, never them mentality. It was always a, the thought of the win, right? Before the race even began. So we, even when we used to come to Esso's and I didn't know you had a piece of Esso's, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You see how we came in, it was like, the confidence was like, what? No, so now nah, that's the story that I gotta tell. So this is the coolest, one of the most coolest, respectful things ever. So they would come to the club so I have Maria Davis, Mad Wednesdays. Shout out to Maria Davis. I love you, young lady. That's my girl. 
I love Maria Davis. Shout out to Maria Davis. She had Mad Wednesday. She had one of the illest parties we ever did at Essos. Party was so crazy, we never even charged her. Mm. And we paid for security. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Um, it was just a great party, right? So somebody would come to the club Wednesday afternoon with $3,600 cash and prepaid for a case of Cristal. You know, $300 a bottle times 12, 3600 I can still count. Yeah. Gangster. You know what I'm saying? So I can still count. I can still count. Right? So everybody else would come to Essos, no matter who it was. Lower East Side, Crime Family, everybody would come, pull their money out, pay for their bottles. Mm -hmm. And here we are, my bartender and my bar back would bring out a couple bottles at a time. They never pulled their money out. Play the bar, play their position, drink their champagne. If, if he chose to do 22 tools on stage like he did that day or, or rock out or talk to Maria Davis, and y'all moved so different. You moved so different. Me, I had a piece of that club. I would let the money hang out my pocket to hmm. let motherfuckers know I was getting it. You see, now, I moved now, now, so now, different. Here's the problem, though. This, and I realized this later, right? They have always had one agenda in mind. And I didn't. Right? So when they were out, they were working. I was hanging out. Boy, I sure as hell, they didn't make it look like work, bro. I tell you, <laughs> they didn't make it look like work. But... In my mind, I'm there waiting, like, what? Who got a problem? Who? Where? Uh, yeah? Huh? And they were never on that. Ever. Not one time. Man, they moved so different. It was, so, you know, it, was, it, was, it was a pleasure to watch from the outside looking in. I, hey, I thought I'm getting money. I got this club. I'm rocking. Numbers is doing good. I'm taking something home after the club every night. Yo, they, the most, one of the most humble things to watch. Yo, it's very rare that I tell that story. I never get a chance to tell it. It's probably the second time I told it. So like, the thing is, not to cut you, yeah. but what used to happen was this. All of the Brooklyn guys that were in homie circle, we'd meet at the house. And then we'd meet in the city. We'd meet Dame and his crew. And whether we stayed outside or went in a club, we were the party. We were our own party. So you know people go out to meet people and all that? No. We brought our party wherever we wanted to party at. And when we went in Essos, it was us. That was such a movement. It was really Like you couldn't even come over there. <clears throat> and, and it's so different from the tunnel because the tunnel was so much bigger and it was what it was. And you know, Essos was, you know, we had the Wednesday. I had my Spanish night on Saturdays. I had other nights that were popping, but my industry night was my Wednesday. And it wasn't super duper crowded. It was just a great Wednesday night. But like I said, to watch y'all move, it was so, so different. And it was really a humbling experience because like I said, I wanted to, all the bottles are mine, so I'm, I, I, could, I could out pop everybody in mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, they're my bottles. So it was, it was, it was just to watch them move, man. Like, it's, it's weird, it's weird. And I remember a funny story in, in my Nori voice. This is how it went in my head. I remember a, a night where we had no Cristal. <clears throat> and my partner was like, yo, we got this Krug, Champagne Krug. And I'm like, and I, I hit y'all with Krug. I gave y'all some Krug. I think I gave it to y'all. I didn't even charge y'all because I, no, I didn't have no Cristal. And my wet wasn't just that. So, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't just that. So I hit y'all with some Krug. And then I remember this SWV record that he did the remix to. Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, he said something, something, a bottle of crew, my crew's about to make moves. And I was like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm sure you heard of crew before that, but like, I got hit y'all with the crew, y'all drank it, y'all enjoyed it. 
and I heard I was it, the, the the mentality, the mind, the movement was so far ahead, you and it's still so far ahead. You, you want to hear something crazier? Yeah. Every time I'd gone out with them. I never had a glass of champagne. <laughs> Two reasons. Number one, I was a Moet drinker. And that was my Q Club Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Right? And I was into Jamaican music heavy. So whenever I came to hang out with them, I'd come alone. I never traveled with my crew. Came alone, and I didn't like it the taste of Cristal. So I would drink Hennessy. So it was Hennessy or Moet or both. Yeah. I hated Cristal. <laughs> I just wanted the first empty bottle. Let the bust my over the head Yes. <laughs> the stupid shit, right? But I never, the time... Which we had a lot of busting over the head with bottles and that's... Yeah, the time... <sighs> yeah, the time that, uh... I think once we were in a Palladium, I had a glass. I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? So when dude denounced that company. Mm -hmm. I was like, finally, cause that shit tastes like vomit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I ain't like that shit. But I just wanna know, how have you come so far up the road of your life and park here? Like, how? Does it, does it bug you out? Because you haven't always been, he used to make gun holsters in the back of the sneaker store. Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. One of Mark my first Farisi. Yes. <laughs> Mark Farisi. His mother bought him his first pair of sneakers, yeah. some Mark Fives. Mark Fives. He yeah, thought he so was doing it. I thought I was the best on the because block. Because my name is Mark. His name is Mark. <laughs> he got on the block. They killed him. Destroyed him. He cried. He fought. Yeah, no. Nah, and then he never turned back and said, I'm doing this. You'll never do that again. Yeah, it was embarrassing, man. Life changing <clears throat> experience. Nah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was bugged out. It really was bugged out. My first job was one of my first jobs was really in a sneaker store, and I thought I was gonna be on a sales floor. And these motherfuckers had a contract with the NYPD. I was making gun holsters in the back. I was putting two leather things together and hitting the rivet machine, making gun holsters for the NYPD. Who would have thought, right? So, and this is and this is how he has developed his love <laughs> for leather. <laughs> The perforated gun holster leather. Oh, it's so crazy. Now, now, it's so bugged out, right? So, again, I just used the reference earlier, like the people's chant. So, I'm not a rapper. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a DJ. I'm not an actor. I'm none of the above. I'm mayor. I'm Mark Farisi. And from the projects to the penthouse. It's bugged out. But... Yeah, I hustled when I was younger. Yeah, I did dumb shit. I went to jail for busting my gun. And not telling. Um, I, I work six days a week. Hmm. This is my offer. Sundays I try not to lead a crib. But you, know you but you've always worked. Right, right. But 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 check it. So this is what I'm saying. Like people think on the outside looking in, so like, yo. Like you did this or you sold hella drugs. No, I didn't sell hella drugs. Did I sell drugs? Yes. Not hella drugs, no. I wasn't life changing. I didn't I didn't lose 90 bricks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like never never had that problem. Right? So I did all of this and now I'm here, right? And to the outside looking in, I work more than y'all do. I got a bunch of different sources of income, right? Those require work. I don't sit back and 
I don't have much residual income. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I work. I work six days a week every day. I got a regular nine to five. I got a marketing agency. I got a consulting company. I own two apartments that I rent out. I have Tacma that I'm a brand ambassador for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have Crep Protect that I'm a brand ambassador for. I got seven jobs, B. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got seven real jobs in order to maintain this. And, and this is the part that I want everybody to understand. I work, right? So I like all this stuff. I like my watches, I like my sneakers, I like my clothes. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta work. Mm-hmm. So the long, the, the, the long, the, the long mentality of, you know me for a long time. You never see me with anybody. If I got 100,000 on my neck and 200,000 on my wrist in pink houses, I'm by myself. If I'm in Patterson Projects, where I'm from, or Michelangelo's house, I'm by myself. You see me anywhere, I'm by myself. I don't move with too many people, right? Because I'm always working. I find the time. You got a day event, I'm there. When I come outside at night, it's funny. I pull up to a club at night, the clock is DJing in. Clock will get on the mic and be like, my man May is making one of them rare Dr. Dre appearances. Hilarious. You know what I'm saying? I don't leave. I don't go. I'm too busy working. You know, I enjoy my great, life. That's a that's a blessing. Though. Now it is a blessing, but people think that it just happens in like you know I'm I'm front. No man, I'm the poor man's version of the American dream. Mm. I didn't make a record to live in a penthouse. The poor work, man's version of the American dream. I work six days a week, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I have to work. Hmm. I have to work, Bruh. Why? Three TS chains Shout out Shout to my brother Fat Joe um, You know Gifts from the Don Carter Bomb Harder You know Joe's my man I went to high school with Joe Funny story I went to high school with Joe um, We were in music class together <laughs> Joe locks the teacher In the closet I body slam the teacher Throw him down a flight of stairs Joe becomes a famous rapper And I gotta work six days a week <laughs> I don't even know what to say there. <laughs> Isn't that not the weirdest thing in the world, that right? Shit. Joe gets kicked out of school, though. Winds up going to South Bronx. I stay in Morris, and I got to work six days a week. That shit just <laughs> spun me for a loop. Like, I don't even know. And Joe, and Joe becomes a world-renowned rapper with hits on top of hits on top of hits. And, and Joe's my man. We've known each other for 100 years. Um, we had a little falling out for a couple years over some dumb shit. Um, shout out to my man Macho. My man Macho called and was like, yo, man, we getting too old for this. Me, Joe, Macho, we sat down, same thing, saw each other, laugh, hugged. Now I speak to Joe every day. And where are you from? You're, you're... <clears throat> what? Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican and Italian. Puerto Rican and Italian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm all fucked up. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, this yeah, guy here, yeah, man. I'm all fucked up. Yeah. I'm Puerto Rican and Italian. And I'm, I'm looking around, and I'm like... I don't like everything that I see. Yeah, but it sucks because there's nothing here. Like, because we're not in my house. If we were in the house, yeah, I don't. No, but see, but see, no, 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 no. no. You say that because you know that, right? And I I sound stupid. I apologize. That's fucked up. For me, that's an that's an insult. Because you know why? Because it's a lot of shit in here. It's a lot of shit in here. Clark used to see me buy certain sneakers, and he'd be like. Why'd you buy those? Because I fucking wanted them. I like those. Nobody. But, but, but we preach that. I've always preached that. Yo, don't buy something because it's cool, man. Yeah, no. Don't buy something because it's cool. If you like it, buy it. I have to. Because I got to live with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I purposely wore my Vans 
knowing that you don't have a pair of Vans in your key. You don't fuck with them yeah, shits. I don't wear Vans. I purposely, listen, I had my LeBrons on. I said, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I said, because I saw these. These LeBron 7s? No, 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 no. Those are special. I just saw the back of them someplace over here. Oh, up there the LeBron no, 15s? No, these one? right there. Oh, yeah, the 15s, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I saw those mm -hmm. on YouTube, mm -hmm. and I was like, nah, I'm going to wear some shit that he doesn't like. <laughs> it's going to generate conversation. And I wore my Vans. I didn't speak about your feet. Yeah. I no. spoke about the nice Tacma jacket you got on. <laughs> I mean, well, Shop yeah. Tacma. Uh, you, right? Uh, my brother calls me. Cool. I'm doing the podcast. I got to get right. Yo. My man about to have his podcast about to be bubbling as the next thing. Send that package. And they send the package. Man. That's what I like to do. See, that's, y'all don't think that's work, but that's work. Oh, shit. That's work. Because I got to do that a lot of times. I get a lot of people hit me. I got to separate real from fake, friends from not. Because Sean deserves it. Number one is he deserves it because he's, like, I actually had to put the fact that he's my brother to the side because it's work. So now you got to look at it. Sean's behind the smoke, he's doing it. It's, I know what this is gonna be. I know what this is gonna be, and I wanna take this somewhere else. We had a conversation, and he, he and I gave him my word I wouldn't talk about it, because I interviewed my brother, and I wanna bring things out, because he was there for everything. There's not a piece of hip-hop history that my brother wasn't around for, but I'm not gonna bring that up. You was around for a lot of shit, brother. We're not gonna code it, we're gonna stop, because you're gonna get me started, and I gave you my word I wouldn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You was around for a lot, you was around for Come-ups, demises, this. You've been around for a lot of things, and we're not going to go there. I gave you my word. I'm going to hold back. I know y'all going to hate me right now, but I'm going but I'm to I'm 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 hold back on that. But, like, <clears throat> the conversation goes full circle, so I had to separate. Yo, he got this podcast. This is about to glow. I know all the real stories are going to come. So I know what this is going to be. Mm. So when them 2,000 followers turn into 30,000, that 30,000 turns into 100,000, me and my crew is in early. So early. on work mode, Tacma was in early. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know that. So I, you separate that from the fact that you're my brother. My brother, we go outside and whatever you want, you get, because you're my brother, right? The same way if I'm with you and I'm in your house, I get what I want. Absolutely. So when you separate work from it and you put it to the side, like, Yo, I know what this is gonna be. So that's when you put work mode into it. You know what I'm saying? So that, that was work. And people don't understand that. They think that it's life, but nah, you got, because a lot of people, I got to curve and be like, Y'all don't have nothing right now, or the seating budget ain't right. And, That's right. Right, because I'm at a point right now where I normally just say no, mm -hmm. but I got to professionally learn how to say no. Right. I've been told a long time ago, my mentor told me a long time ago, I have the greatest quality in the world. Mm. And that's the ability to say no. Yo, man. I know how to do yo, it. I know, yo. I'm, I'm, no, I'm great do at it. Do you know I'm how, great at it. Do you know There's some of the biggest gangsters, killers that we know that can't say no. Listen to me. That we mutually know that Yo, can't say man, no. man, for me. I'm the greatest at it. That no, <laughs> that no will save your life. Yeah, I'm the greatest. And that no has, that that inability to say no has almost cost cost me my life. You know, I, I love saying yes. You know, but even in that, right? I just started studying life from all different areas. And me first, because you got work on you, right? When you fix you. It's the only way everybody around you is better. Right. <clears throat> and if you if you really treasure, <clears throat> like if I treasure your friendship like I do, right? Sometimes. I know, no, no. no. <laughs> I I really do. 
I am protective of your energy. And an example of me doing that is, A, me not bringing you to a restaurant that only serves pork if you don't eat pork. That's disrespectful, right? So I have to, or bringing you into an environment where it isn't safe, or I know that, say it's your thing. We good on that. No, 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 no. Well, it happened to me, it happened to me, happened to me yesterday. I was invited someplace, and this is my guy, man. My man, I know he, you know, he means well. I'm, I'm You're evolving to the good show? Yeah, I'm preparing for where I want to be in life. And that's shedding all of the stupid shit. Like, 100% uh, all of it. If I find a morsel of it, I get rid of it. And I was in this party for six and a half minutes. I got to remove myself. Right? So if I see something that doesn't agree with me, I go, mm, you stay Ali. You know, and just thinking back on years of stupid shit, you know, it was like dueling for position. Like, fuck the position. I'm out. Like, go, man. I'm good. And just getting it off my mind and forgetting it happened. You know what I'm saying? So that's me protecting the people that I really care about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, dude, and even the people I bring in your humble abode, I, because I don't, I don't like nobody. I don't. I gotta go. I gotta treat my friends better than I would treat me. Right. But it, but it, but it's, it comes, it comes unsaid or unspoken when it's the ten people that you fuck with or the eight that I fuck with. I don't care if I if you tell me you coming to see me and we're gonna interview. I don't care if you brought thirty people with you. You have because to. no no because no, I know to. I no 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 I tell you why because when you're one of the eight people that I can count on my hands, I know you coming right. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Because if, if I didn't, if you weren't on that eight, you're not making your way into the building. I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? I'll take. At that, that point, I would have came to see you. Right and right. No, I'll take that. I'll take that. You're right. I you stand, stand corrected. So that's that's different. Okay. So now, question. And this is strictly for the internet, right? Mm -hmm. This place of treasures and the other place of treasures. Mm -hmm. What houses the most prized possession? And what is your most prized possession? And not from a personal standpoint, from an internet standpoint. Like if you work to go to an event, right? Okay, so for, for and you wanted to shut down anything in there moving, what one pair would you bring with you? So that, that shoe is not here right now. It's mm -hmm. an undefeated Jordan 4. It's like a thirty, it's like a thirty-five to forty thousand dollar shoe. Mm. I I think I paid like a thousand dollars for the shoe, maybe two thousand, and people thought I was crazy back then when I did it. And the shoe was in Flight Club right now, or in Stadium Goods right now for thirty-five, forty thousand. What makes a shoe that much money? The fact that it was the first collaboration that Jordan did with a store and not an athlete. Um, what store was that? Undefeated. It's a store called Undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. So that's a very pride possession of mine because there's only 72 pair in existence. I have a shoe here, I have a few shoes here. So I have a We The Best Jordan 3 that Khaled gifted me. Um, 
you know, that was, it means a lot because it only made a few. They made like a hundred pair and Khaled was, you know, Khaled, uh, you know, deemed me one of the hundred to get the pair. Question. Um, Question. Yes. Khaled is a sneaker collector as well. Yeah. But he has money. Yeah. He's a celebrity. Right. How would you rate his collection being on the level that he's on? Like, is it, because Joe's <laughs> a collector too. Yeah. But Joe's been doing it for a Joe, long yeah, Joe, time. Joe was doing it when we had no money. Okay. Right. So, now, but, but you see what I'm saying? Right? I know where you're going. And it's perfect because I have a relationship with Khaled, right? Mm -hmm. So before Khaled became Khaled, Khaled loved sneakers. Mm -hmm. Khaled had a little room in one of his houses before with a bunch of old sneakers in it, like, you know, stacked up. It was a small closet. You might have seen it on one of the videos. I seen it in person. So I was able to, you know, like, Khaled loved sneakers. Khaled never deemed to want to be the Clarks of the world or the Joes of the world or these are the ones with the collections that are, that are, that are famous. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the me, because I'm not, you know, again, I'm not a celebrity, I'm not a rapper, and I wound it up with the same perks as they did, which was, was, that's what makes my story cool, I think, because I'm not famous, and it became what it was, right? So Khaled loved the shoes. I could say the same thing for Jadakiss. Jadakiss loves sneakers. Jim Jones loves sneakers. Just because they don't know the name of every shoe or the nickname of every shoe like I do or the internet does, doesn't mean that they don't love shoes. So Khaled loves shoes. He's always loved sneakers. Now that he's got Michael Jordan on speed dial, his collection has become crazy. Mm. It's not like Khaled is running around spending 80 zillion dollars on shoes. I'm sure if he wants a second pair or something, he can afford to buy it and get it, right? Nice. And by the way, I forgot to mention Wale. Wale has one of the sickest collections ever. Clark ever, ever. Yeah, it's my guy. Shout out to Wale. Um, so I'm able to see these things. And, you know, sometimes you one-up them because sometimes you do things like, uh, excuse me, sir. Do you mind grabbing that blue shoe right? Not that one. That's another one, but no, right under it. No, no, over to the right. No, to the right. My right. Right there. The, yeah, that one right mm. there. Toss that out to me. You could just toss me one of those. Right? Then you would do shit like this where you just, you could just toss it. Right? Where you break out something like this that you know probably that many, not that many people have. Blue's my favorite color, and it's yours too. Yeah, absolutely. I saw that. Right. So, like, this is a Derek Jeter charity Jordan 11. And if you look on Stadium Goods right now, that shoe is going for $50,000. Let's look on Stadium Goods right now. We are going to look. That's exactly where I'm going. I'm once they're bruh. I, I, yo, bruh. And, bruh. <sighs> yeah, no. It's so, you know, so that's when you, every now and then you just show them that and then everybody gets mad. And it's a friendly, it's a friendly love and friendly competition. Because Khaled don't have those. Right yeah, I saw, and yo, does Clark, I yeah. saw you and uh, Joe and Clark and... El Chapo's tunnel. Yes, that was a, that Joe. was a good episode. Yeah, Joe killed me on that though, in a nice way. Yeah, he did. Because he's like, yo, it, it was because it was, he's like, yo, I've been trying to catch you on the live for twenty five years, and I respect all that. But when Joe leans over and ends the interview, this is one of the richest guys that I know, and you still don't know what he does for a living. I'm like, yo, my man, you can't do that to me. You know, you, know what you that can't was? end an interview like that. That was man. stop calling me, y'all. Yeah. He's the one that really. You know what I'm saying? Him. Like, you can't do that. And I'm. It was hysterical. It was the funniest thing. So. Yeah, that was an emotional interview. It was yeah. great. It was great because it, it, it's very rare that me, him, and, and Clark are in a room together. So it was it was fun and it was dope. So we're gonna go price high, and that's the first thing that comes up. And just in case you thought, I'm joking. Bang. Uh, where is it? Damn. And you think I'm playing? That says fifty thousand dollars. Damn. 
Here, man, take this fifty thousand dollars. Take this twenty-five thousand dollars shoe. Uh -huh. Here, <laughs> get it out my hand. <laughs> so that's, you know what I'm saying? Damn. So you get to stun on them every now and then and pull things out that nobody has. And you know, shout to the Jordan plug for sending that to me, and I, and I appreciate it. And so it's it's funny because it's a friendly competition. But going back to like the college of the world and the Jada Kisses and the Jim Jones and these guys, these guys love sneakers. It's not like because they got money or whatever that they just do. They really love this. Like I know Jim got shoes. Cameron got storage units full of kicks man like you know cam was like yo mayor come through one day and let's sort this out even Khaled, when Khaled was building his sneaker room in miami he was like yo come fly out and give me a hand i just never got out there to do it and you know what i'm saying so and i've witnessed joe for years do this like you know we used to go to jew man in the shop and, and this, jew man i remember that yeah. you know who bought me there <clears throat> shinehead the jamaican show. wow Yo, Shinehead, let me tell you a funny story about Shinehead, right? That's crazy. He's like a real good friend of mine, and he's not like your typical Jamaican, right? He's kind of like a scary guy. He's not a punk, but he's just not with the bullshit that most of the Jamaicans in my neighborhood was on, or on White Plains Road, right, in the Bronx, right? Different. So he'll pop up at my house. Funny shit. Very rare that a Brooklyn guy mentions White Plains in the Bronx. Right? Yeah, oh no. <laughs> Noble Street. They took me to Noble Street, right? Or I used to take 233rd. 233rd. And make the left up Strang, I think, to go to Mount, into Mount Vernon. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to travel. Dolo too. Right? So, uh, I'm in my kitchen window. He calls, I'm on the phone. I see him pull up to the corner. And he's like, yo, I'm outside. And all of a sudden, cars from everywhere blocked him in backed up he drove he said yo I'm, I'm leaving I'm never coming back yeah and them people was <laughs> <laughs> and then some crazy shit happened I go in 98 I'm in a, a county spot named Farmville Virginia uh, Piedmont, right? Regional. That shit. That shit. And, oh no, no, no! Sound like you pulling somebody's yeah. yard and you getting shot. It's crazy shit, right? And it's like an hour, I think, out of Richmond from Richmond Airport, and uh, nobody's coming to see me there because I'm from New York, right? Cool. And all of a sudden, they say you have a visit, and I'm like, I got a visit, and they pull me out. And uh, it's behind a glass and on the phone, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm looking, and I see some big shades and one of those uh, straw hats, like this wide and shit, right? I'm going, yo, shine hat? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Yo, star up. Yeah, it's in the neighborhood, it's come out the highway and yeah, look, call your mother and find out where you're the dad. Oh, and <laughs> some two Chinese girl with me outside and boo. Yo, you need anything? I said, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> He's crazy. Nah, but that's crazy. A good dude, you know, I really, I'll never forget that. Because I have family members that never came to see me on road. And that's cool too. See, in yo, life. Shout to my mother. Mm. Norma Cato, I love you with all my heart. And she's still here. Yo, my mom's came to visit me almost every weekend. You know, my mom's had hip replacement surgery. Doesn't matter. And when I was on the boat in the Bronx, it was easy. Oh, you was on the boat? I was on the boat for a hot second, right? But when I was on the island, when I was in the sixth building, you already know what it is to go visit somebody the way they treat you. Yo, shout to my mother, man. Yeah, they discouraged them I'm from like, coming I, back. I, I might start crying right now. Shout to my mother. Yo, my mom's every single... If a chick wasn't coming to see me, it was my mom's. 
Come on. Like, no, no, like for real. Like, shout to my mother, man. Norma, I love you. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, like, just gotta reiterate that. Like, my moms came every, almost every fucking visit, man. See, and that's the foundation. And you, it made you. Who I ain't you got are. no father, be like my father wasn't in my life. You know, I had to, I had to put my hands on homeboy. Like, like. Yo, my moms came every visit. My mom hmm. like, nah, man. You know what was crazy? It's funny my you say that. My girl came all the time, and my girl held me down, and she brought my mother to and everything. Like, you know, shout to shots. My ex-girl, Shimon, I love you to death. Like, like that's that's the only girl in life that, like, I trust. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And any and any woman that I'm seeing now or dating, like, I let them know that, God forbid something happens to me, she's my first phone call. Like, I told her, your next boyfriend has to understand that if I call you at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're answering, and he has nothing to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the that's the kind of like love and relationship wow. we have. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's and, deep. You know, we're not together no more. Like, but that's that's my. But you know, it, it brings me to my next point, right? Um, they got this guy, the pastor that uh, eulogized Aretha Franklin. No, I know you're not gonna call him. And because he needs to. He no, 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 not the dude that was touching. Oh, oh, oh okay, nah, okay, okay, okay. I wouldn't even waste two seconds. No, 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 because I want to get locked okay. in the room with him. He's no, no, I, no, no, I really want to get locked in the room yeah. with him. Like, come on. Because he's got to, he's got, he's got to yeah, explain to me like, why he did that. Yeah, like what is that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you don't know. Okay. You're not conscious of yeah. the fact that that was wrong. That's, yeah. That that means that you've done that before. No, no, yeah, like, my, that my, my, my apology. I thought we was going to go there. No, no. I was, I was about to get like disrespectfully disgusting. You know, there was a uh, the pastor that eulogized her. He went off on a tangent about black lives will never matter unless um, black people, whatever. And then he said that. A uh, woman could not raise a man. Shit. You want to you turn, turn the camera this way real quick? I'm going to stop there. You want to turn the camera this way? I'm going to stop there. Projects to penthouse, my nigga. Norma's son. My mother, who whipped my ass. Who, when I cut class for 110 days and didn't go to Spanish class because I speak Spanish and passed every test, when I walked out of gym, punched me in my face in ninth grade and dropped me in the middle of the class, in the middle of school, my mother, I'm Norma's son. Man, listen. You see what I'm saying? Man, when you said that, it just reminded man, me. Listen. It reminded me of that because I just heard that. ass motherfucking mind preacher, man. Are you crazy? See what I'm saying? Shit. You think and if you and I ain't I, you don't even have to co-sign this. I'm one of the realest niggas out here. Norma son, man. Do you Crazy? think do you think not having a father in your life slowed your progress down? Made you any less than the man? Made me better. Come on, man. Made me better. Cause I know what a woman goes through hands on. Come on, man. And mind you, God gave me a daughter for a reason. Uh hello. And I'm a grandfather. Come on now. I'm a grandfather. My daughter got pregnant at 17. Brought home the second greatest thing of my life. My daughter first and him second. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm doing it all over again. I'm a hands-on grandfather, bitch. Me. I'm the flyest grandfather on the planet. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm the flyest yeah, grandfather. Yeah, yeah, come on. Listen, ain't, ain't gonna go here's, you know the, here's the and problem. And I can still remain young and relevant. Here, here's and, the problem for whoever the young man is, right? Here's the problem. Everybody, his, he's not even around. Cool, but here's the problem. Here was his problem before he was a thing. You ready? Bruh. Everything he could ever aspire to be, want, have, and or wear. Her father. You you lost before you were a thing. 
It's so funny. It was over. Let me tell you something. Right? His own family members told him, and, and I don't agree with this, but they kept it a hundred. He's like, yo, you picked the of all the girls in the world you can get pregnant. You picked the wrong motherfucker's daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I gave him every shot. And we're not gonna turn this into the ethics thing now. And we're not gonna because I'm not even gonna like give him acknowledge that. But when you're given every chance to do what you gotta do, and you got a real motherfucker like me behind you who didn't have a father around, like every opportunity was given. You don't do the right thing. We don't need you. We don't need you. you. You know, this is a cycle. You're going to get it twice from me, man. I didn't have my father. You're going to get it twice from me. We don't need you. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get it twice from me. My grandson going to have the best life. Yo, his, the, the, he owns two apartments already, man, because that's what I did it for, man. I sat my daughter down when I bought my two apartments in Inglewood, New Jersey, and I got to rent it out now, and I'm proud to say I only have a mortgage on one. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told my daughter, yo, your son is going to learn to take care of his mother, man. Dad, you ain't you supposed to take care of your son? Yeah, to, to a certain extent. But this young man is going to be different. He's going to learn to take care of his mother. The same way I took care of mine. The same way my mother took care of me. The same way, like, and I'm being as real as i ever been on an interview. The same way, like, and I use the word allowance, but it's funny because I just use it to laugh and joke with my mother. I give my mother an allowance. The same hmm. way I got an allowance when I was a kid. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My mother gets so my mother gets an allowance every two weeks. She gets it, enjoy it, spend it, do what you gotta do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got a credit card under, under me, you gotta go buy something, go buy it. You know, thank God she doesn't abuse it. You know what I'm saying? So there's no, you know, again, you know, there's no famous rapper with the mother that spends the credit. Like, my mom's is receptive to, hey, my ceiling fan broke, I'm going to buy one. Okay, go to Home Depot, put it on a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even, you don't even like, why are you asking me, mom? Me. You know what I'm saying? Me. Like, so, my grandson is going to learn to take care of his mother. My grandson, by the time he gets old enough, those apartments are going to be paid off. That rent is going to be collected. And, you know, you can take care of your moms, man. You don't have to, if, if, if you want a career and you want to do this, God bless you. You want to go be the, a scientist or you want to run this or you want to be the next person to run Apple, we're going to try to make it happen. But if it doesn't happen and you find a, a passion job, it's not the greatest paying job in the world, you're going to have residual income so you can enjoy what you're doing. Your grandfather laid that work down for you the way it wasn't laid down for me. Hmm. It took me coming out of jail. It took me learning. It took me taking my daughter in who lived with me at 17 years old. 16 years old, actually. I had to take her. I had to drive her to school. She didn't want to change school. So from Jersey, I'm driving her to the Bronx at 5 o'clock in the morning every morning. Sitting in traffic. You see what the bridge look like. I, I ain't got to tell you. I, I don't even want to glorify all, all the work that I put in for mine. And, you know, I remember when she came home pregnant. And my family's smart. They knew not to tell me in person. I'm on a plane going to Vegas and they text me to tell me. <laughs> so, mm. so that's a whole other story. But like I know what it is. And, and, and men mature late. No excuse, but it's the truth. It's men true. Mature late. It's true. We it do. took me a long time to figure this out. Right. So with the working and the resources and the relationships that I have and the mentors that I have, I was able to figure it out quick. And, and do this. So there's apartments now for the young fella. You know, I have you know two apartments now in my house. When he gets old, there's gonna be five apartments and maybe another house. Like, and I'm not I'm not a real estate guy. I just did something with my bread that I chose to do. Nobody hmm. told me about it. Yo, you should buy buildings and get Section Eight. I don't know nothing about that. I bought apartments. I paid them all fast. I'm collecting rent. That's it. If they if they if they're worth more money in the future, great. If they're not, I'm still gonna get the same rent. 
and then not for me to get there for the kids. You know, it's crazy because this real estate thing is is, is <clears throat> chasing me down because my last interview with Envy, dude. I can show you my DMs to Envy. I asked Envy, how does the process work with the with the with with with, with, with how he's doing the the, the the two three family houses. I haven't figured that part out yet. I was buying apartments and I DM'd Envy. And then he didn't get back to me right away. But then I wound up seeing him two days later at a, at a, a Nissan event that we did. Me, Clark, and me, not me, me, Fat Joe, and Envy were at the event. We was doing it. And Envy was DJing. Once he got off the set, he was like, yo, man, I walked over. You know, we talk all the time. Um, whenever I see him, we talk. It was a full-fledged conversation. They shout to Envy. He doesn't give me the Hollywood high and by. That's he not who he is. And I love him for that. It's crazy. And I love him for that. Um, and we don't have a great relationship. Like we're not like we're cordial. I don't know him like that. Mm. You know, like I, I think I know Charlamagne better than I know Envy. But like he's always takes the time to talk. And he, he sat down. He gave me 15 minutes. He put the music on. Or his assistant DJ was there. And he gave me 15 minutes. Blocked everything out. We went to Joe's office and he broke it down. And oh, like he's that, a beast. And that's my next goal. And he broke it down to me like right. And I'm not gonna say how he does it because it's none of nobody's business. Right. He does what he does. But he broke it down to me right. Can't get that. And again, if I'm not, if I'm not that hardworking motherfucker that built all this and, and and became what I wouldn't have the access to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? So the respect level is there where he's gonna take my. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm borderline civilian and I'm borderline not. So he's gonna take the time. I don't have access to anybody. I can't call Jay. Oh I wait call, a minute. Oh shit. Emery's picking up on the first ring. I can't call oh, Jay. No, you know what I'm saying? No, no. I can walk in that Rock Nation building whenever I want though. Let me give you this. Uh, let me give you the smoke. But just, just the fact that he took the time out, like, I just, yo, Envy, I'm super appreciative of that. Oh, no, he's right. a great guy. Let me give right. you the spooky shit, though. So, maybe days after we we done the interview, right? Because when, the day we shot it is the first day we ever met. Oh, wow. Yo, listen, man, the dude hit me in my DMs, and he was like, yo, I, I love your page, I'm following anything See, you need, I got you. that's not about Envy, man. And so, that's so much Yeah, it, it, yo, I, and I keep telling people because... You can't call yourself the mayor, though. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, days later, and I'm, I'm going to close on this. This, this, you got to hear this, right? I love when people think they know somebody. So, when I sit down with them, I'm going to show you that you really didn't, Right? Cool. And he sent me a text. It was a screenshot of his DMs. And it was a picture of me and him. And then it was a text underneath. I'm reading. I'm like, it's my god brother. So I said, man, how you know my god brother? Well, when we were interviewing, and he said that he was from Brooklyn, Rutland Road. Bruh, there's only one block that Rutland Road is cool. After that, oh man, it's the OK Corral, it's Jamaica, <laughs> it's Haiti, like it's crazy, right? And in my mind, I'm sitting there going, there's only one building he could be from, the building that my godbrother was from. I didn't say anything. I said, yo, man, how you know my godbrother? He was like, yo, our mothers are best friends. His mother's my godmother. I lived across the hall. In my godbrother's mother's house, there's a picture of me and him on her wall. That's crazy. I said, wow. And we were born in the same hospital, Brookdale. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's, but you see that organic thing that I talk about all the time, you know, that you can't buy that. You can't buy happy, you can't buy peace. This don't give you that. 
Right? And this hasn't given you that. You know what gives you peace? Your grandson and this dog, man. <laughs> My dog is too. My dog is, yo, just for the record, man. It took me a long time to evolve. My dog has saved a lot of y'all motherfuckers from getting the shit snapped out of y'all. Hilarious. I'm a, my dog has changed my life. It's, I've been living, I've been living, I've had this apartment in this building for two years, right? Now, for two years, I don't talk to nobody in the building. I always get the, you know, who that dude living in the like I'm quiet. You know what I'm saying? What the dude with all chains on? You know, people are nosy. Right? Mm. Keep it 100, white people are nosy. Right? So, huh. <laughs> white people are very nosy. Right? So you get that, right? Since I got my dog, Talk to the whole building. Hilarious. No, no, my dog is the star of the building. Yeah, he is. He's the star, bruh. Like I he, run outside, hey, lucky, hey, my dog runs everybody. He's making me friendly. <laughs> like, I'm like, I didn't know I was so friendly. <laughs> he but, likes vans because he was chewing the laces. He likes vans. Yeah. And see, you don't. And see, that, see, you should, you should. <laughs> boy, you yeah, should. My talk. grandson got a pair of vans. That's it. That's Come on, now, see what I'm saying? My grandson got the Marvel edition vans <laughs> that go with the Marvel edition jean jacket. See? I just got him. He good. See? Yeah. Bruh, listen, I, man. Man, I'm like, man, bro. This is a long time coming, man. I thank you. Yeah, no, thank you, man. I'm like, wow, man. You know. I don't get to be myself on every facet. Like, sometimes they want the sneaker guy. I've done Forbes. I've done MTV. I've done CBS Sunday Morning News. They all want this. Because and, it's, and I'm cool with it. Because that's all they know. Right, and I'm cool with it. But it's very rare that I get to be me. Well, so that, thank you. That's what happens behind <laughs> the smoke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> This has been Behind the Smoke, and this is my man, Mark Farisi. Oh, shit. <laughs> the mayor. Peace. Later. <laughs>